0: I think confidence and self-awareness kind of battle each other. Right. Because if you're overconfident, you don't have self-awareness. Mm-hmm. But if you're too self-aware, you might go into a room and be like, "Oh man, like, like I'm in the room with London or Metro, and I'm sitting there on my, oh bro, I, I can't play my beats out loud." Like, but when I walk in that bitch, I'm like, "Bro, I, I got, I, I got slappers. Like, yeah. you know, I, I can hang, right?" And Facts. and I, I I've had to like, I think before I got to that stage to have that confidence yeah how, did, how to, did
1: you go from not being there to being there i
0: had to make terrible music play okay. it for
1: my friends and have them tell me this shit is not so good. basically you had to just fail over and over again until 100%. you succeeded
0: it's uh every loss is a new lesson beautiful that's yeah, it I had to drop that little jam you know i, I get the first clip in there. <laughs> clip yeah, that yeah. clip yeah, that clip it clip it chat. but um yeah i mean every loss has a lesson and it's and i think so important, Analyzing dude. Analyzing a loss is so much more important than analyzing a win. When I played football, I'm going to go back and – if I got strapped in a 1v1 – I played receiver. If I got strapped by a DB – Okay. If I got strapped by a DB in a 1v1 – Yeah. And I'm going to go back and watch that clip a lot more than if I run a fade and I win I catch the ball. Because I know I did good right there. I don't – I mean, I – I can look at it and be like, okay, I know I did good, right? Facts. But if I if I get strapped, I gotta go find out why I got strapped. Like, did I not use my hands? Right. Did I not get off the ball quick enough? Did I not, you know, move my hips enough to to get the DB Figure off their line? Right. I gotta watch that loss way more than I, than I I watch a win. Facts. So, that's like what I did. I made music, and played it for my friends. It was a hobby. Right. And I started making music when I was, in seventh grade, thirteen years old, and I was making. Dog water. Dog shit? I mean, it was, it was horrible. It was terrible. It was just was <laughs> not good. And I, I had to play it for my... My my dad would come and be like...
1: Hey, yo, wait. I, turn that shit down. He'd be, like, he'd be like, I don't know if this is for you. Right. Because my dad made music. Did your dad want you to take a traditional path?
0: I think that neither of my parents ever fully came up to me and was like, you're going to go to college and you're going to get a job. That never was said to me. Okay. Um. Now, granted... I devoted my life to football. Right. In that grind. I played sports all sports growing up, but there was a certain point where I was like, I'm gonna focus on football. Um, my brother played football at Virginia Tech. I got to watch him go through high school, get offered by twenty colleges, like he was Damn. a beast, right? Like so that was kinda shout like out, the shout out, bro. Yeah, shout out shout out my bro Joe. Yeah. Joe Shout King. out my bro Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kinda got to watch that and he kinda laid the groundwork for me. For sure. Um it's also encouraging. Older to brother. See that. Yeah, older brother, okay, yeah. Cool. Two years older than me. Um it's encouraging to see that, right? in a position that I was in I was two years younger than him mm. um I saw him go to camps do the stuff he needed to do get offers right
1: yeah so I'm sure that was crazy too oh it was, an, it was insane it was, he a, was looking up to him yeah it was it's an like awesome yo, I want to follow yeah. in my bro's footsteps
0: oh yeah and it was I was so thankful for him because I had that blueprint right yeah a lot of people don't get that mm-hmm. you know it's they set off on a path that for sure. so you were I mean, committed to, you know, and he, definitely. he laid it out for me. Granted, we were different positions, but it's still the For sure. It's, the it's same. still the game. Yeah. So, devoting my life to football was like, all right, I'm going to go play football in college. That's how I'm going to get my college paid for. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, I was like, I kind of got into a mode where I was like, school just has to be something that I can get by in mm. to do enough in so I can play football.
1: So, football at this point in your life was like number one. In high school, you're banking on that. I'm, I I'm like, going I'm, to the league. I'm doing what I got to do. 100 for sure.
0: I, never in a day that I thought I wasn't going to play in the league. Damn. Now this is where the real Damn. being a <laughs> being a realistic person comes in, right? Yeah. That may not be reasonable, right? Thinking that I'm going to league, right? That's not reasonable. Yeah. But you can't be Why? reasonable sometimes, right? Well, but it's 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 realistic though. For it's sure. 100 realistic. No that guarantee. I can make it to the league, but it's it's a long there's road. No guarantee. Oh yeah, and the percentages you know are No, what crazy. Kobe
1: said. He said he was chasing perfection and excellence, yeah. knowing that he probably was never going to catch it. Yeah. But just by the fact that he was chasing that with no guarantee attached to it, he was going to beat or outplay all of his other teammates because nobody else was going to chase something that had no guarantee in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, That's- when, when you're willing to risk it all and just fucking do what you got to do, knowing that, fuck, I might end up broke and alone and... yeah. You you know what's ironic? That's a real fucking grind.
0: Our passions are always set up like that. What you're passionate about, there's never a guarantee that you're going to make it in it, bro. There's never. I mean... That's the beauty of it, man. The fucking chase. Exactly. Yeah, it's the chase. It's the chase. It really is. And it's... And I think on the grand scheme of things, the meta point in life Mm -hmm. is that if you're doing something you don't like... It, I, it's a disservice to... To yourself and to, the, pe- a, to, to the, the world. To your to your life experience. Holy shit. It is, it's such a disservice. And, you know, it, once it turns into a monotonous lifestyle, it's like... It's like, yo, you, what am I doing? You, and you can't... And sometimes you can't even identify sometimes it. Sometimes right? you can't break out of it. 100%. And you just look at our the generation before us, our parents, like, I'll have conversations with them. And not that they don't agree that you should do something you're passionate about. Right. But they've been doing the jobs that they're working. They like what they're doing right but if i went up to my parent my dad and i was like you really want to do exactly what you're doing right now there's no way he'd say yes well
1: you got to think though times back then were very different i mean they didn't have access to the creative outlets that we do so they had no choice but to get the fuck up and go to work right you know we have a very very privileged like allowance of creative things that we could do so it's like you know, which yeah. is that's also crazy. I mean, dude, girls are making millions of dollars off of posting pictures of themselves on OnlyFans now. Like yes. Could you imagine back in the day, you know, just becoming a millionaire <laughs> overnight by posting a couple photos of you? Or even how society would respond to you? Dude, <laughs> oh my God. I, I would just that's a whole nother No, it wouldn't be good. That's a whole nother rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, no. It's but it's interesting. It is. So talk to me about okay, so Obviously you have a really unique style of making beats. Like when did you when did you have that first thought where it's like, "Yo, I'm really that guy when it comes to this." Like I can do something. Was it a moment where you just kind of stopped what you were doing and you were like, "Yo, I'm I'm actually I've got a chance at this shit."
0: I think that I definitely wouldn't be the only producer to say this. Yeah. As soon as I heard an artist get on one of my beats and it was digestible enough for an artist to get on it and feel like he has room to add his point of view to it, yeah. that's when I was like, all right, I'm, I'm really producing music. Mm. Um, and I'm like, like my TikTok bio, I say I'm more than a beat maker. Totally. Because we have a lot of beat makers in the producer space and that
1: is 100% a hustle, it's a grind. So what's the difference, what's the difference between a beat maker and a producer?
0: A producer is in sessions... Writing lyrics, writing melodies, making beats from scratch.
1: Basically just painting the picture.
0: 100%. Well, you're a part of painting the picture in real time. Okay. Makes sense. Um,
1: but a beat maker know, is somebody that's just behind a keyboard?
0: I mean, I would consider a beat maker somebody who's sitting down and cranking beats with no no real like feeling about it. Okay, because it, I, cause I but think there's no problem with that, you know. A lot not. of these
1: beat makers are making hella bread Bro, on BeatStars Beat Stars right now. Beat makers are
0: making cr- like crank. Okay, like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, though. Yeah. so like it, there's, there's a, a there's a fine line between being and a there's producer a difference and, a, and you can be both. One thousand percent, you can be both, but kind of how I learned for sure. Trying to balance football and music, I was trying to be great in both, but I was only good in both at the time Ooh. when I was trying to balance that, and I learned that
1: the hard way. And okay, so going back to football, when did yeah. you know that football wasn't something that you were going to chase forever? When I didn't know I was
0: going to chase when it. When did
1: you know that that wasn't it for you?
0: Okay, so I'll, I'll kind of give you, I'll kind of paint the picture for you. So, Please. coming out of high school, I had a crazy senior season. I played receiver, I had like eleven hundred yards. I was number three in the nation That's big. for uh, for kick return and punt return yards, <sighs> like crazy. Shit, I had a dude. really good season. My sophomore and junior season weren't as good, and I, that would attribute. I think that kind of attributed to me not getting as many looks as I thought I would get. Bro, I was running four fours at every camp I went to. This is not cap. This is, you can go check this, this, this out. Is, yeah. This is not Below cap. Low key, I, I ran, I, I went to the opening combine. Yeah. Um, like to get
1: to the actual opening. So for people that aren't familiar with football. Yeah, so the, the Nike opening. Um, Because I, I know nothing about the sport. Okay, okay. So okay. you're talking a whole nother yeah, language. Yeah.
0: So the opening is like where the top, I'm not sure the exact number, but the top, like, 100 probably kids. Prospects. Type. High school prospects go to a camp. In, it used to be in Oregon at, like, in a, at the Nike headquarters. Okay. So, top 100 kids, right? Big time shit. Yeah. So, they had they held combines all over the country to find those 100 kids. Wow. Now, realistically, they already knew who the 100 kids were. For sure. This is a moneymaker. This yeah. is like, you pay 40 bucks to go to the camp, whatever. You You get some cool film. You run some times. Yeah. Now, this is my first ever laser that I ran. And this Which was is? my... So, a laser is like what they run at the combine, like the NFL combine. So, it's like um, for sure time. So, you got hand time. They're clocking you on like a timer, mm-hmm. like a clock. Like a, uh, you know Clocking
1: a, you like a 100-yard dash? 40-yard 40 yard 40 dash. Yeah, dash. Yeah, so
0: 40-yard okay. dash. So, laser is like, like... See, I know some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, laser <laughs> is perfect timing. So, you got laser at the beginning and laser at
1: the end. So and perfect timing is... <laughs> What is that? Like th- 3.30 oh, seconds? Oh, screwing
0: with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you like, no. Uh, like what is perfect, perfect timing? Being like, when I cross this laser, the clock starts. And then when I finish at the end laser, the clock
1: stops. How many so seconds like, is that? Well, it's however fast you run. Wait, what? Then what makes that a laser? I'm being dead ass. No, no, no.
0: It's the, the laser is like the equipment that they're using. Yeah. So we're running. So So it's
1: not a term for like...
0: No, 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 It's not like being laser a vet. is equipment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's
1: not t- okay. All so right.
0: when you hear laser time, that's like the exact. Forgive
1: me, bro. I literally, literally know nothing it. about football. Sorry, all right, all right,
0: I'll give you better. I'll give you some numbers. So okay. I run, I ran a forty-yard dash in four point four seconds. Now that's really good. Like guys in the NFL and the and receivers are running like four threes. Like that's like what they're running. So in my senior year, I was running four four hand time. Now what they say four four hand time, it could be. Plus point one, or could be minus point one. You're kind of like, you know, floating in that in that line, right? Because it's not perfect. We got human error, basically. All right, all right. Laser is like ChatGPT, so Word. laser is like, it's like exact.
1: <laughs> what type of language is this, dude?
0: <laughs> Bro, I, I might need some help from one of y'all. Like, I, I don't know if I'm breaking it down good enough. Is
1: he breaking this down good enough? Because all I'm he- all I'm hearing is the pool stick know, was I- equivalent <laughs> to the burger, the and problem. then. When clock same, starts. Clock starts. So, it's. So like, boom. As soon as your feet start to move, so, clock starts. As soon as, yeah. Any body movement, clock star- so starts. So, y- everybody's laser is different. 100%. All right. Say less. Keep going. If I, I'm fa- I'm way faster than you. <laughs> no, I got you. No, I can confidently I'm, I'm say I'm way faster speed. than you. Hell no. <laughs> hell no, dumb you. boy. I'm going <laughs> <fair> to <laughs> give it to you.
0: <laughs> so, you would probably run, my guess, you're athletic. You'd probably run like a 4.8, 4.9 laser.
1: Oh, hell no, nah, bro. I'm, that's, definitely that's be, I'm definitely beating him. That's moving out. So, I'm beating you with...
0: That's moving we out. We
1: gonna do a vlog. All right,
0: <laughs> right. Anyway, let me get back to the picture I was painting. All right, for you. go ahead. I was super fast and I had a really good year. So I I went to the opening. I was saying I went to the opening combine and I ran an extremely slow time, like a four seven two. I ran I ran right after Jalen Hyatt ran, and people probably watching this probably know who Jalen Hyatt is. He just got drafted. He played at Tennessee. Yeah, crazy. So he was yeah. from uh, South Carolina, and we had the combine was here. So we had South Carolina kids, yeah, okay. we had South Carolina kids, yeah, sorry, in Charlotte. We had South Carolina kids come and North Carolina kids come. So Jalen Hyatt ran right before me. Runs like a 4-4 four, four probably, and I'm like, dang. And they're like looking at me like, who is this kid coming up after, you know, Jalen Hyatt? Because he was a highly touted uh, prospect coming out. And at this
1: point in your life, you're, had you're football every day.
0: 100%, and I had no offers, so I was unknown, right? I, I just, I had a good, uh, I had an okay junior season, so I got an invite. I ran a bad time. At that point on, I was like, "Bro, I got. I had to get faster." So, right. trained like crazy in that summer, and then when I went to college camps, um, I was running four four. So, I was getting looked at. Like, had a lot of schools like bat, batting You're an eye because at, I was running like, fast. So, senior year had like eleven hundred yards. Had a crazy season. Had two offers coming out from VMI and Wofford, like full scholarship offers. My dad played at Wofford, so that was kind of like a family thing. Like, he never pushed me to go there. Um, they didn't have. They didn't quite have like an offense that I wanted to be a part of. Right. So, I had two other uh, opportunities at NC State. They offered me kind of to come walk on, and then if I did well, they were going to put me on money my second NC year. NC State, that's big. Yeah, NC State, yeah. And Charlotte offered me pretty much the same thing. Okay. Um. So, I wanted to be a part of something that was being built. I committed to Charlotte, got there, was doing really well. Uh, COVID hit. We go home Ooh. for the summer. I come back. I kind of don't really skip a step. Like I'm back into it. Probably like I'm running with the twos. I was like the second punt returner. As soon as
1: COVID is kind of done with,
0: yeah, we got back to it. All right. Um. So three weeks before our first game, we're in
1: camp. By the way, they had y'all wearing the masks on the field,
0: bro. They we had we were doing some crazy. Job, really, bro. it was it was so not about football, which which honestly kind of honestly affected this decision. Talking up like, the sport. Bro, it, it affected the decision because it really got so far away from football. It was only about COVID. So and, I'm
1: sure that's kind of what pushed you to being like, you know what, this might not be. It was part of it because to see how controlled it was by like, right. a higher, you know, higher power. It,
0: it was yeah, I mean, it was like immediately like we were doing some crazy stuff. But anyway, uh, shit, we should have just started our own league. Okay, like XFL, USFL, we could have did nah, it. Nah, for real, like, it I could have been
1: the CEO. It could have been.
0: Like the PWFL Parker. PW
1: game. Parker and Win. <laughs> That's really what it could be. We could add the PWL. PWL sounds hard. That would rock. It sounds like a soccer league kinda of a little bit though. Peanuts with lemon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could be like sour and sal- salty and sour. Right. Yeah. All, All right. right. So back back so, to Three it. weeks so, before the first game,
1: I break my leg. Okay. I got hit with a helmet. Ooh, breaking your leg! It was bad, dude. I couldn't imagine it breaking was my leg, dog.
0: I got hit with a helmet, and then I got up and was dead legged. Like I don't know if you have ever been dead
1: legged but like, how did your shit look when you broke it? Was it so like, I tell you, was so, the bone snapped completely?
0: Yeah, it was. It was not a good scene. But hit my leg, helmet hit my leg. I get up, I'm dead legged. I'm like, dang. So I took the rest of the practice off. <laughs> we we're like laughing about my trauma. This is good. I think it's good. Like it's kind of like therapeutic a little bit, but. I go get an x-ray. They don't see anything. They're like, "This is just right. a deep bone bruise. So I take a week off. I come back. Uh, I'm practicing. I'm feeling good. And I go up and I line up to run a route. Or a, we call it ROA. As soon as you get back. Routes on air. Yeah. As soon as I got I back a week, at, a week after hitting my leg on the helmet. Cool. I take off. Leg snaps. I look down. Just I'm by like, yourself. Yeah. I was like, not
1: even get hit. I just took off. So I looked down. You was running that fast, your bone just... Damn. I didn't even
0: get running yet. I just took off, like I literally pushed off the ground and it snapped. I thought a rock had hit me in the back of my leg. What do you
1: think was the problem? So you're I, just weak. Well, the bone was weak at the time. That sucks, man. No, I, I truly feel bad for you. So
0: it snaps. I thought a rock hit me in the leg. It really didn't hurt that bad. It was kind of weird. It felt like somebody went like this. So that didn't <laughs> hurt, did it? But it felt like a it flip. Did. Oh, did it? Oh yeah. right, it was kind of on your knee, bro. I'm sorry. But I was like, dang! I looked down; my ankle was hanging off my. Chill. you, know, like you couldn't see the bone or anything, but my my ankle just had no support because your fibula is connected to your ankle ligament and your bone and stuff. So it was just hanging off. And when I saw that, the pain like kicked times. in immediately. It was crazy. It was like, it, it, <gasps> yeah, bro. I was. Oh, well, at first I was like, I'm done for like a year because I thought I I thought I tib fib, which is like what Conor McGregor did.
1: Facts. Completely. Oh yeah, no. His, snapped his tibia and his fibula so thank god you didn't
0: yeah so i go and do my x-ray and they're like yeah you actually had a stretch fracture instead of a bone bruise so i got back a week after a week when i should have took three weeks off which is super unfortunate looking back on it so i get take take my four months i get back i come back in the winter i'm having a good winter and then we start spring practice i pull my hamstring a little bit took a week off i come back and we're doing one-on-ones and i run a slant and i plant and a DB was holding my jersey, so I couldn't go anywhere when I planted. Right. And my knee kind of popped. And I was like, dang, that was kind of weird. No pain. And I went to my trainer. I was like, hey, my knee's like really loose. I was able to turn my kneecap. Like, almost like, like.
1: What do you mean by turn your like, kneecap? Like grabbing
0: your, I could grab my kneecap and, like, turn it like this, and it would twist. Oh,
1: so I was like, good, something yeah. feels like
0: unstable or whatever. She's like, okay, just, you know, take it easy to practice. So I'm like, I'm still running because I didn't. it didn't hurt. Yeah. So I go out and I run a. I'm supposed to be blocking on this play, so I run like a go, and then I flip my hip. so I turn back inside to block. Oh no! Nah. The guy I was turning, and when I turned and I planted, your shit just knee snapped. Okay, so all right. At so that
1: point, f- at that point, you're like, I'm like, dude. So fast. So fast forward from that moment to whenever you actually like had the producing kind of itch.
0: Yeah. So while I'm playing football, I'm in the studio till 2 a.m.
1: Like already, so you was already producing bro, at this I was, point. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, okay. I, I've cool. Been producing well, all right, So, years, you, yeah. all right, cool. So, so music was when, already a part of you.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Cool. So that's really when COVID is really when music popped off. Dope. My first songs with Kevin. I'm sure
1: a lot of people can relate to that too. Like if you started yeah. making music in COVID, and you're yeah, listening. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm that's sure a lot when of producers.
0: My first songs with Kevin came out, and we released. And they went hot, crazy. And it went stupid. Millions of plays. You know, looking back on it now, like, we're, we're probably, me and him
1: probably done. What was it like? What was plays. it like with working with Kevin early on and just these records going stupid? Like, how did it all happen?
0: Yeah, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to finish. Because okay. we went on a tangent. I, I was trying to finish it. I will take a little sure. bit go too long. But, um, so, uh, do the ACL meniscus, do my surgery. I go home and I'm like, I really am posed with the question, like, what do I want to do? because I was pouring mentally, physically, everything into football. And this was a football. mental
1: thing, like 100%. what do I want to do? Yeah,
0: I, I kind of had a, I had like a, a really like come to Jesus moment, like for real, like yeah. prayed about it. And I'm like, I need to make a decision right. because music was doing really well. I mm-hmm. was missing opportunities for music because of football. Right. I wasn't able to travel because I had to be at practice and stuff like that. So when I had that injury and I had surgery, I went home, my, my family lived in Virginia at the time. So I went back to Virginia and I was like rehabbing and stuff and i was like i need to find out if charlotte's gonna give me money to play right because if they did that i would have stayed in school 100%. do they even pay their players oh yeah we like scholarships like okay you cool. can be on full scholarship uh fbs you're either on full scholarship or you're not on scholarship right. at all um so i was like i need to find that out because if, if i'm not going to get money i'm you know i'm not I'm yeah I'm gonna absolutely, do, I'm gonna do absolutely not so i went to charlotte i had a conversation with my head coach uh coach healy at the time and i'm not i'm not like afraid to say his name because my full respect. Yeah, I mean, full respect had, to, yeah. to those guys. And they he, gave
1: you a great opportunity to play. Absolutely.
0: Um, but I go have a meeting with him one-on-one. We're outside the football facility, and we had a straight, straightforward conversation. Honestly, one of the most man-to-man conversations I've ever, I've had up to that point. Wow. I because mean, I, I was 18 years old at the time, so I was like, coach, like, is there any possibility you guys are put me on scholarship? And he's like, you know what, right now, with the injury, you can't really help us. It's not verbatim, but, you know. Yeah, but it's, it's like, we, this is impersonal. We, no, lo- yeah. we, and, we love you but right 100 and they valued me um but you know at that time they, they couldn't put me on scholarship and I said you know coach I really appreciate that I went home and I was like I've told my parents I was like I, I want to drop out for sure so, so that was it after time.
1: that it was like only reason I'm in school is because of football and if 100%. I can't play football I'm not going to stay here any longer I, I
0: didn't see it wow. I didn't see a point because I knew exactly what I wanted to do with my life
1: so at that point you're like I'm going to be a producer I was like, this is what I'm going to do full This time. is what I'm going to do.
0: I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make music full time. And there, and no one was going to be able to tell me you know, cool. otherwise. that Because that's, I think it's a once in a lifetime thing. Not a lot of people get the opportunity to Absolutely. do exactly what they want. And I was realistic. I For was sure. not reasonable. For right? sure. Doing music full time is not a reasonable thing, but it's it, it's realistic. right? So at that point, I was like, I'm going to be realistic. I can do this. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. So here we are. Good shit, dude. Two years later, since that moment, and it's.
1: I think that's paid back tenfold. One of the most beautiful things you can do as a human being is chase your passion. Yeah. Don't let anybody tell you what you should be doing. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Like, uh, my brother Kamari was talking to us on a pod, and he was saying, pick one thing that you would do every single day and not get paid for, and whatever that is. That's what you should be focusing on. The money will come down the line, guaranteed. Yeah. If you put your all into it, it's gonna fucking happen. So yeah. props to you, bro. Seriously, because that takes a lot, man. Yeah, it's a it's, big risk. Yeah, it is.
0: And you know, my my parents are like fully supportive of it, right? But
1: they were realistic with me, right? For sure. They're like, look, like you got to figure it out. Like, did you break it down to them? Like, trust me, there's potential. Uh,
0: well, it helped because I had a little bit of numbers to show them. For sure. Um,
1: and were you making money at the time?
0: I was, but I can't confidently say that I was making enough to handle everything that I am handling now. Okay, for sure. But I was able to be like, "Hey guys, this is my trajectory. This is how much money I made last year. This is how much money I made right. this year," and they were able to be like, "Look at it, and be like, okay." So and,
1: and what's what's the like the cash flow? I mean, how do you get paid for music? Yeah, bro, I mean, I think
0: the music is to fully take full op, uh, advantage of all the ways to get paid in music. For sure, it's it's a test, and you got you got to really do research because. Most people don't even know that their songs are banking money somewhere in an account that all you have really? to do is go sign up for it, and it's there. It's bla- And if you don't go sign up in a certain amount of time, they'll just black box it. And what, it BMI? Dude, BMI, song trust. like There's so many oh publishing God. avenues, bro. Like, dude, I'm sure kids are just... No artists idea, are struggling right I mean, now, no man. They probably got to... Couple artists that are making artists that are making five grand from DistroKid every two months, right? DistroKid pays every about two months. If yeah. you're making five grand from DistroKid, your your publishing checks are making that probably more. In this, Times in, two? Yeah, I mean, because you get paid uh BMI and ASCAP, they pay like a in different like a quarterly Increments. Yeah, some, some I think one of them pays six months, one of them pays quarterly. Okay. So I mean your your quarterly checks are probably gonna be about eight grand to ten grand. Yeah. If you're making five grand from streaming, because if you're making five grand from streaming, you're doing you're making you're streaming a lot. I mean, you're doing millions of streams. Yeah. So Damn. yeah, I mean I now So right now you know everything if you that, don't mind
1: me asking, are you in a place financially where you're getting paid from 100%. the music and you're able to sustain a healthy lifestyle for yourself
0: yeah and music has led me to other ventures dude that i'm have so been proud of you to, bro yeah, on some real shit me. like brother
1: to brother i'm so proud of you i appreciate it because i i really do want to see you become one of the well you already are but i want yeah. to see you get to where we both know you're gonna go which is like a-list producer working yeah. with everybody all around the world i could see it dude i appreciate it yeah yeah that's, I what, I, that's, that's what i'm gonna one. do I, I agree you're going I'm to gonna do it yeah so it's going to happen. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit. When you get to that level, what's probably your dream artist that you could work with? Tough question, but it's a very tough question. It's pinpoint one. Let's make it a better question. Who is one artist that you want to work with in the future? Oh, man. Somebody who's out of reach right now, but, you know, will be. Accessible. I'm gonna give you.
0: Cause I'm trying to like my genres, bro. I just bounce around future. so much. In, future, in, in genres. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, like it, that's like
1: <laughs> got that's a, to you gotta work sure. with the goats.
0: Yeah, I mean, like future Drake. Like to be able to get, you know, in the room and yeah. to be able to just sonically them hear what I got going on with be like would yeah. just be enough a thing in itself
1: for sure. Um. But it's not like having a record like
0: Yeah, no for sure. Yeah. And even having like a cut record, like not even getting really Dude,
1: Drake on a A A AOA. Yeah, just that. Yeah, that would crazy.
0: That would be insane. Dang, bro.
1: I'm trying to think, man. Come on with
0: I mean, bro, honestly, like how I carry myself as a producer, artist, the the clothing and like the the company that I'm in the works in right now, like Kanye was such a crazy inspiration Kanye's uh, huge even growing up I mean like Kanye was the first hip hop artist that I ever
1: listened to So that's to. your pick
0: I mean I probably have to say that it would just be I, I think You got to,
1: bro. You can't go wrong with Ye. He's Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's crazy. That's to produce with
0: him or to even have a track with it's just like that that would be that'd be one that uh incredible. Yeah. One for the books. I think I I could I don't think I could go wrong with saying like that's like Yeah, no, that's
1: a just a pimp That's me. totally a valid answer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um everything straight all right, cool. Fuck yeah. So one thing that I'm curious about um, is... Yo, I thought gang was ripping. No, nah, I thought gang <laughs> was ripping too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it was on the podcast. That way farted. Yeah, it's
0: a small ass room. Now nah, cool.
1: one thing that I was truly curious about, like I'm sure a lot of artists reach out to you trying to work. Hmm. What's a major red flag that you look for when it comes to working with artists? Um,
0: I think artists approaching you, and not valuing your time or your artistry, like as a producer, like realistically, how many artists could you think of on the top of your head that you've seen videos of or that you know of that go into a studio with no beat and no producer and they get in and they record a song? None. Okay. So like, that's kind of how I approach producing. It's like, we are starting the song. I mean, we're writing the song initially. None of those, if you got on my beat, There's no way you could confidently tell me you would have wrote that song without my
1: beat. One hundred percent. So
0: I think an artist coming and not valuing your time, you know, that could be monetary or even just like respect wise, like coming and being like, like I had a guy hit me the other day, and first thing he's like, hey man, like I'd love to work with you. Let me know what your rates are and like how you do that. And like off the bat, and I think it's very important to flatten out, iron out the well, the the business side. I think that's super important before you get started because that if you so business first. I, Unless I it's an organic it's, it's thing di- it's where you're different. Right, it, yeah, yeah. If you're DM, oh, totally if you're DMing someone, like an artist DMing a producer that might be bigger than them, it's gotta be business first. Totally. Because if you if you approach There's them, no
1: incentive to help each other.
0: Yeah, and and like I hate for it to be like that, but at the end of the day, Hey, this business is, my is business, bro. You, know, you gotta do what
1: you gotta do to put food on the table. It's my living. So I, I think that would be a big thing for What's me. What's probably the biggest green flag?
0: That and then also then coming to you and actually complimenting your sound in a way that it's not just like hey I want to make beats like you make beats for Kevin you know Oh, that's, and I, dude you know, I'm I, sure that sucks it, it's not ill intent and I get it but it's like it's kind of it's just like it's much more like my, what I'm doing with Kevin not to mention I've worked with a lot of other artists but like you know I, I could say that a lot of people have found me from what I've done with Kevin for right? sure so I get it sometimes like hey I want can you make a beat like you made company and like with me in the creative space and a lot of people don't understand that as a producer, it's like, I never want to make the same beat ever. No. And and even 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 at that,
1: bro, it's like, if somebody's approaching you on that type of communication level, it sounds to me like they're not really too advanced as an artist. Cause it's like, yo, can I make, can you make me a beat? Like how you made that? Like, no. Can you make me a down tempo beat? Like what type of synths do you work with? Like, yeah. You know, you yeah, gotta speak that lingo, really. No, for sure. And, and I'm they also talk in, that language.
0: in situations where people want me to make a beat like another song I didn't produce. Now I think that's a little bit different. I think that's better. Because if right. you come to me and be like, Hey, I like this song LA Confidential by Tory Lanez. I, I really like the song. I really like the vibe of it. I'd like to I'd like for you to produce something that sounds kind of like Do that. You beat. like doing that? I love doing that. For sure. Because you're giving me you know, especially if we if we ironed out business first. And we come to an agreement and you're valuing my time because a lot of those times when I'm doing a custom beat like that, you're you're there, you're there in Discord with me For or you're sure. there on like a Zoom call. But they're giving
1: you the creative freedom to Correct.
0: They're allowing me to steer, you know, steer the car a little bit. It's like, yo, know,
1: I'm AO Wit and I've become this producer because of my abilities yeah. to create beautiful sounds. So just trust that.
0: Yeah. And and also I think when it comes to that too, like having respect, and I'm like a big dude that's like got this huge ego and like because if you have an ego in the producer world, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities. Like we were talking about earlier, like you got to be able to walk into a room. And even though, you know, you know, you're good. And if you're in a room with somebody that
1: you got to be humble, dude, you got to, you can't have a big ego. Ego uh, is,
0: you can, you can be confident and not have an ego,
1: dude. My ego has fucked me up so much in life. And now, you know, it's it's just beautiful to like actually understand how horrible ego really is. Yeah. Because there's a difference between knowing your value mm. and having a big fucking ego. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's and definitely the, important. The
0: distinction between that, like you were saying, can cost you so much, Everything. Bro. Everything. Yeah, like and even when it comes to the business side and music, I've had to I take cuts on advances all the time, like when I do deals with people like I have a a rate that I do, but I also have Self awareness of an artist that might be independent that can't afford that rate. I have rates for people like that. For like, sure, I've set myself up financially where I have other ventures that can take care of me. What happens that,
1: when you come across talent who, does, let's say, is broke as fuck, but is just the most oh, I'll buy amazing? One thousand percent. Okay, so I'll you're like, in. let's fucking work. Oh, absolutely, dude. If I believe in you, bro. I, it, unless
0: you're offering to, so there unless you you're go. like, tell me, I like they can't stomach not like paying me for the beat, right? Like, I, well. I'm not going to do it for free. Like, we're, there's going to be a percentage, yeah, be a percentage split, but I'm buying in 1,000%. Like, and I'm that not,
1: goes back to you're, you're truly passionate about making good music. Absolutely, yeah. And that's that, the biggest. Yeah, and
0: if I if your music makes me feel a certain way, like, and you're willing to work with me, because I, I feel like that's a big thing, too. Like, if somebody that I really like and I like their music wants to work with me, that, bro, that's huge. The encouragement, even if you're not bigger, even if you're not even as big as me. Like, I'm still like, bro, that. That's, I mean, I love that's it. how
1: I felt when... Deuce wanted to hop on my record, yeah. Because Deucey was the first kind of poppin' artist to show interest in me, yeah. And that made me feel incredible. I'm like, yo, this is huge, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine how that would make you feel. Definitely, you know, bro, fuck. Imagine Drake hitting you up, like... Nah, bro, it, it, that would be... Imagine Drake tapping in, like, dude, your your sounds are amazing, let's cook yeah. up a record.
0: And I think, uh, you know, a cool thing happened the other day, like, uh, Benny X, he produced Benny Search X. and Search yeah. and Rescue for Drake. A lot of Yeet stuff, too. Yeah, and yeah. Yeet stuff, too. So, um, Benny X is hard. Drake was on Yeet super early, too, as well. Yeah. So, uh, Benny X used... He said this, I think, on Twitter, came out and said it, and he was like, dude, I used to use Drake acapellas to see if my beats were fire. And then for him Ooh. to actually get on a, a on a beat like that, like the, that's the full circle moment of that, that is probably it is incredible. And I've had, I mean, I've definitely had like, do you do situations that sometimes? Like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. all the time, bro. You'll flip vocals That's a and that's shit. a producer producer hack, bro. Get go out on Reddit. What do, do you find the vocals though? You got to dig, bro. You Reddit and TikTok. There's so many folders out that's, there, dude. I've always wondered that. Yeah, they're out there. And you, and bro, the AI we have now. Oh, I could split a vocal and make it sound so clean. Crazy. Oh yeah, you just got to go out and you know do some research what do you feel how you feel about big. this
1: ai wave when it comes to artists
0: i think it's extremely dangerous, dangerous on the creative side uh because music is all about feeling and dr dre talks about that a lot like music is all about how like the emotions it makes you feel True feeling. Like, even like the physical feel of shit like when you hear 808 are you feeling 808 it's like oh it kind of like gets down in your chest a little bit and that there's music is a it's in the spiritual realm. It's yeah. not physical. It's not mental. It's it, it's sound waves, right? Dude, the but vibrations it's, it's is what make you feel. I mean, th- there's no like... When you're at a football game or you're right. at a, a big sporting game and the crowd goes crazy and you get chills. There's not a lot of things that give you chills, right? That's a feeling. Music is probably one of the biggest things that like I'll get chills if I hear something. If Absolutely. I hear like a note hit or if I hear a beat come in, I'm like, whoa. That's when you know something's like spir- yeah. in the spiritual realm. You know um, what's
1: crazy? Certain frequencies um i saw a video of somebody putting salt on like a yeah a pan or whatever it's and uh, then putting a frequency below it and it makes a geometrical shape bro what's oh my and it, it does the same thing with, with water too
0: there's um the word for that it, there's a
1: big company cole can you look that up really quick can you look up what the term is for Sound frequencies creating geometrical shapes. I can't believe I'm
0: blanking. There's a sample company that their name is that. Dude, it's incredible. It's if you think about
1: it. it, we're like 90% water. Yeah. So when a frequency like an 808 hits us, like that's making... What are you saying? Was it a uh, look up online no, it's like uh, sound frequencies creating geometrical patterns. Like with salt. There's like a guy that he did like a... Bro, I, I know the word. Dude, I mean, this is a crazy a, topic because oh, that's a mind-blowing concept theory i'm blanking on it bro what is it
0: i don't know cymatics so so cymatics is a big sample company it's insane i I never knew what that word meant and then i saw that video and i was like it's called cymatics isn't that insane what's the the definition sorry i remember he said that
1: holy word
0: holy words these are big words
1: Okay, all I know about this is, no, on some real shit Wait,
0: Do they hear any of that, you think?
1: No, probably maybe just a little bit. Yeah. On some real shit, though, the fact that it makes perfect geometrical patterns, dog, it has to mean something.
0: It's not, it's not a, there's no coincidence there's in life, There's no
1: though. coincidences. I don't believe in any coincidence. Absolutely not. God is real. Absolutely. 100%. Love you, brother. Love you too, bro. I'm glad you came on today, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having Because I wasn't expecting to do a pod this weekend, but when you... Ca- Did you call me or text me?
0: I think I texted you telling you I was coming to Charlotte. You were like, yo, let's run a pod. Yeah. I was like, after watching y'all's episodes, I was like, I want to get on. At that point,
1: on. I was like, let's fucking do it. Um, yeah. I wish you could have been on with all the homies, but it's just so, it's so sick. many people, man. Yeah, we don't have all the equipment that we need, but soon we're nah, gonna come back sure. full circle and oh, yeah. fucking we'll get a little anniversary. It's gonna be crazy. Episode. Yeah, definitely. Next one we do is gonna a million views easily. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's gonna happen. This one's going to hit. Absolutely. absolutely. At least ten k. The I amount mean, of gems we just dropped. Yeah, it's crazy. And we're gonna continue to drop. Yeah. So, what's next? What's, what's next? up with the clothes? What's next? What's next? Um. Cause that shit looks fire, bro. Yeah,
0: I think my my vision for for Hitfield is what what it's called. Uh, my company, kind of like my umbrella, that I like to call it. Like, I I want to
1: house everything. First off, that's in, a hard ass name, dude. Yeah, Hitfield.
0: I woke up at three a.m. I've been thinking about what I wanted to call it. Yeah. I, I'd flirted with so many different names, bro, and everything just sounded kind of like forced. Woke up at three a.m. and I was like, Hitfield. My middle name's Whitfield,
1: so I just dropped the W. I was
0: like, bro. So dude,
1: your last name's not even Whit.
0: No, my my first name is Timothy. My middle name is Whitfield. My last name's Kane. I just gave my entire government out there, but I'm sure it it's fine. It's out there.
1: I need a scammer to find his SSN asap. Yeah, chill, chill. <laughs> no, nah, I'm I got everything protected. <laughs> that boy got Experian Plus. Yeah, we pay him extra. Nah, real shit. And yeah, I like so, how Hitfield goes hand in hand with the music and the football field. Was that kind of like it's a... It's the whole vision, bro. Okay. It's the whole vision. Yeah. It's just
0: tying in like... Hitfield is hard, bro. It, bro, like, it's literally my name the whole time. I, I've been thinking about it for two months, and I'm like, bro, it's literally my name Everything, the whole time.
1: dude, every idea that comes out of you, it's already been here the whole time. It's it's there.
0: You it's, just... We're the vessel. That's you gotta, it. You got to bring it into... That's it. Bring it into uh,
1: But that comes reality. back to like every, there is no coincidence. Like mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. God already intended for you to create a brand called Hitfield. Absolutely. In 2023 and it's going to go up. Where yeah. can I cobble a hoodie at?
0: They're coming. I think my vision for what Hitfield is is much bigger than, than just clothing. Yeah. Um, I think clothing is like a subset of the vision. Um, I think it could be something for people to, to rock and support. And But right now it's, I'm structuring it as a, Multimedia company, so I I, I want to house music there. I want it to be you know a YouTube. I want it to be. You want to sign artists? I think down the road for sure. I feel like you definitely. Right should. now I'm kind of recruiting producers. Right now, yeah. I got one guy that um that uh, he lives in um Argentina. No way. Yeah, I, like found him. But he's talented. Yeah, he's been following me for a while, and I I did like a little contest. What's so, like, his hey, name? I'm, uh. I have him say to my phone as Batista, but when he sends me music, it's like curl It says Curly. Who is
1: Curly? That's hard. Yeah. So that's the at. Who is Curly?
0: That's not even his ad. His ad is Batista, and I forgot his last name. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe
1: that's a word in the language, Spanish.
0: It might be, but I'm, I'm not sure. I, I have him say, say it as Batista, but he's, he's crazy. And I held like a little competition for producers. I was like, I, I want a young guy that has no motion, to their name right now, nothing. Yeah. And I want you to just—I'm going to send you guys samples, and I want you to flip them, and whoever does the best work, I, I'm. And he went stupid. He went nuts. Federal. And he had actually sent me stuff.
1: That boy went federal. Yeah, he
0: actually sent me stuff like prior, so I already knew that he was pretty hard. And then I heard his drums because I was looking for somebody that could kind of match how I do drums. Right. I wanted somebody that you can want Hitfield to be
1: kind of sonically like the same type of music, absolutely.
0: Whatever genre we do, country, right. pop, whatever, hip hop, whatever. But we you're do, bringing that feeling. Every time. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it brings the same. That's feeling. dope, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh hit Field, and then when's this podcast dropping?
1: This pod is probably going to drop. This is five? Oh, yeah, this is 5. Yeah. Uh, Could you guys drop this? We can hold off. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll figure it out after Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, fine, It's fine. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm I got some You got some Yeah, some big cooking coming. some shit up. Yeah, for sure. Right, bet. Yeah. And it's like super soon. Like with the next couple of days, so.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to. Is I wanna this going to be the whole scheme though? Is it going to be like the varsity jackets with the. 100%. Yeah, the, the whole. Yeah, tough. So
0: this is actually my high school letter.
1: Um, I need a letterman, bro. Yeah,
0: it's not the exact uh, H that I use for the, the actual logo, but mm-hmm. it's a cool alternate. And it's kind of a cool story too. So I have, a, I made a crest. Uh, I have a, my gravity designer that I work with for the whole branding of the company. We made like a
1: custom crest. Like a cross.
0: It I don't could, know. It, no, it could. There's a lot of universities have crests, and they're right. like old timey logos that were made a long so time ago. So you're gonna ago, do like t-shirts,
1: the, hoodies, letterman's. Yeah, so like
0: this on the back of this, I'm gonna put the crest.
1: Hard of the, of the you gotta uh, give company. the official lettermans to everybody on team. Oh, 100 yeah, percent, yeah. Like, don't sell those. No, I've got crazy things. Yeah, yeah but it's so gotta be one of one. We're running with
0: this like rugged kind of varsity look. Dope. Um, I'm actually like, is that sewed on or is it
1: kind of? Yeah, like sewed on.
0: Hard. Yeah, we and we left like the edges because I wanted when I watched it, I wanted Let to see kind of rugged.
1: Uh Hitfield I'll drop. Drop follow right now. Yeah. Man.
0: H-I-T-F-I-E-L-D-C-O. Some for some reason
1: somebody's got Hitfield already. Hitfield co. Bro, mm. it looks so tough.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. Who did it. this? My boy Jack, bro. I, I found him on TikTok. He uh he did a rebrand for Skechers. So tough. Video had like 10 likes. And I found him. I was like, bro, this dude is hard. So I hit him up. I kind of been like, I feel bad. Like I've been like leading him on for the last couple of months, but I've been struggling with figuring out what the name was. But I was like, "Hey, bro, I got a, I got an idea that I'm cooking up. Um, I'm gonna come to you whenever I got it, you know, fully fledged." Because I gave this, I gave him probably the craziest rundown creatively that any graphic designer ever. I gave him exactly what I wanted, and he hit it on the nose. And I think that's super important. You got to do that with graphic people because. But know, it's
1: the same way you were talking about how you're because of your ability to write songs, you were able to help your girlfriend articulate. It's yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is OD. So
0: at first I had the, you know, the play Home is Where the Heart Is. I I was doing Home is is Where the Hits Are Made or something like that. But I like where hits call home. It's like, And, like, you think about a hit, like, something that impacts you, the feeling, right? It was all about, I built it around the feeling. And on football, we hit, you know. And my first, like, idea for the clothing was I was going to do the logo. And on the back, I was going to have a kind of, like, a sketch artwork of like iconic hits yeah so i had when muhammad ali knocked that one dude out in you know, that overhead picture of the dude laying flat on the canvas oh yeah muhammad's, like muhammad's just kind of like yeah and then i had like a, a cool artwork of like mike tyson like punching somebody so it's gonna be all about like hits right and kind of time like, like physical my, hits yeah yeah time my passion for sports into music and bring it all together beautiful. and i think it's perfect for like the uh the whole Aesthetic of the brand, it's very sporty. No, it's perfect. But it's for also you, like dude. you can, rock, like I'm, rock, I'm, I'm going out after this. and I'm wearing this, you know. Like, yeah, like absolutely. It, it can pass as being something for that's sure. kinda like High end, but you know
1: what I love about it though, like it's you, it's who yeah. you are. Just because you don't play football anymore doesn't mean you have to say goodbye to it. Yeah. So I love that, dude. Seriously. I appreciate it. Yeah. What was it like? You're still sourcing out uh, t-shirts and shit though, or that's gonna well, be a like whole a little, different ballpark.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's coming. I want it to be good when I do it for you sure. Know, I'm gonna do. Right now, I'm kind of in the process of making one-of-ones. Dude, so And then hard. I'm going to be sending it out I to i got to be one of the first. To my boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. will get it for sure. Definitely. 100 But I'm making one-of-ones. I'm doing like each piece will be completely different. And I'm kind of doing like a trial run, like which piece is going to hit the hardest. And then yeah. I'll, I'll up the manufacturing of
1: whatever that one is. What's really going to be a full circle moment is when Nuff Said Podcast becomes the biggest podcast in the world, which we already are the biggest podcast in the world. We're just right. not there yet. 100%. But once we get there, we'll do a... Hitfield Nuff said collab. That would be drop safe. a little merch line. Yeah, That would be crazy. That would be fire. We got. Oh, I can to. already
0: see the 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 aesthetic of it. Hell yeah, that'd be sick.
1: So, what advice do you have for a young producer trying to find his flow and just get into his bag right now?
0: I would say listen to every single genre of music, even music you don't like. It's more important to listen to the music you don't like to see what you aren't supposed to do. That's huge. Dr. Dre said that in the, in an interview. He was like he listens to music that he doesn't think is good, and he doesn't think could be billboard or it could be like a top song because he studies it to see what not to do and what not to put in his music, the frequencies, the sound, sound selection. Like, Facts. You have to listen to music to really get, to get, gain self-awareness like we talked about. You got to listen to it to see what people are doing. And that's kind of how I would describe my sound is I don't, like this is, it's cliche, a lot of producers say this, I don't really have like a legit sound, I have a feeling. So when you hear a Damn. beat, I want, I want you to be like, that's definitely an A.O. Whit beat because of how it makes you feel, not because of how it sounds.
1: For sure. Yeah. And how do, like, but how do you become distinguishable with with that sound to create that unique feeling? Because, you I think know, it's, I'm sure so many other, like, producers are using the same kits as you, or maybe not. I mean, yeah. do you have your own kit?
0: No, nah, I'm using every Reddit-free drum kit that everybody Damn. else is going on Reddit and getting, like, it's... You know, I manipulate some things. I have a certain sauce for some stuff that I put on. I'm like, not that I gatekeep it. It's like, it's out there. What makes
1: it's... your beats so easily distinguishable, though? Um,
0: I mean, there's definitely some technical things that I do that I think could cause me to be distinguishable. For sure. But, bro, it, it, this sounds like it can't be real, but it's Say like it. the way that I approach music and the passion that I pour into it, I think it really is felt and of course like that's beautiful if I brought somebody in from another country and was like "Listen to this song they wouldn't be like oh that's a A.O. beat but I think if you know who I am and you know that there's an artist that just put a song out and you know that I've worked with them before if you go listen to it you could be like this is a
1: whip beat totally within the first 20 seconds even without the tag yeah, yeah. oh yeah even if 100%. my tag's not on it
0: my tag's not on everything that I produce like it's it's on some things
1: when do you know it's right to put the tag on it?
0: Uh, I'll be honest, because like Every time I'm, I I'm sure on London there, on
1: the track or Metro, they got to put their tag on it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, the songs that my tag isn't on there, I wouldn't say was my choice. And sometimes it gets stripped off when you send stems and stuff yeah. like that. Things happen. I'm not like really too Ooh, caught up on that it. That
1: sucks though. Yeah,
0: I'm not really too caught up on it. i I'll mean as long like, like, as they're they're properly my tag at? I know, because not like I have a bad Damn. tag. Some people got like,
1: no, dude, your tag's hard. Yeah, it's
0: quick to the point, says who I am, and it's kind of like a little signature. Kevin but, did that, yeah. Kevin did that when we were like 16. That's crazy. 17. Yeah. He was like, we were I was just recording him randomly one night, and the song that we were doing was probably like a fuck around song anyway. And he, he was just like, we were like, it was like an intro. He's just, sure. like, A-O. He's just like, Ayo it, Ayo. He's just saying it a bunch. And I cut it and I didn't tell him. And I just you like kept You heard the it. one. I was like, oh bro, this is gonna be it. Ooh. And I wasn't even going by AO Wit by the time. I was just going by W I T K, my actual name. For sure. And then I was like, at some point it clicked, I was like I need to go by AO Wit. It's beautiful how that came together. Yeah, because it still has my name in it.
1: The mo- bro, the most beautiful things in life happen by accident. 100%. But it's not an accident. Yeah. Or a coincidence. No. It's just how it was meant. No such thing. It's fate.
0: I want to touch up on one thing. Go ahead. Uh, that I, I've been kind of wanting to say. And music for me, and people can kind of tie this into my whole origin story with football. Music was a buried passion. So w- what I mean by that was... I was passionate about music and football, but publicly I was passionate about football, but privately I was passionate about music. Wow. Because I didn't want people to, I wanted people to know me for football, Uh, just because the situation I was in, it made more sense. You weren't embarrassed
1: about music, though,
0: were you? It was a little bit of embarrassment because, first of all, I don't think I was very good at the time. Um, I wasn't really making motion publicly, and now that I know that, I look back at it now, it's like, it's not about that. But... Unfortunately, at the time, that's how I felt about it. Were you
1: hanging out with like a lot of, and I don't know if this is the right term, but maybe jocks or?
0: I mean, I wouldn't say jocks. They were just like boys that, you know, I play with, but I I still hung out with like, music homies, like Kevin. Like Kevin didn't play football and that was like my best friend in high school. So we were still making music, but it just wasn't something that I was, it was a buried passion. I think that's a good word for it. It was like something that I was not, I wasn't ready to come out and be like, yo, this is what I do, right? Because football had that had that place, Yeah. Right? And you music were was man. on the cusp of it. Music was there. For sure, I was equally equally passionate. But because of the motion I had in football, I was. Like, I need to focus on football more. Yeah. So then when I got to college and music, I was hurt and music started moving. I was like, damn. But I'm still doing football stuff because I got to go to school. I got to go to practice, and I'm hurt. I can't even play. But it was just a buried passion. So, I would say that advice to younger people you know if something if, if music is something that you're truly passionate about don't bury it
1: trust that feeling
0: let it yeah let it go let it yeah. breathe because like it, it's music is music is a special talent if you are if you can make music and actually like bring it into reality that's that's not not a lot of not a lot of people can do that so i, I would say don't bury it and and live it out do it even if it's not something you're doing full-time mm-hmm. make music like it's it's therapeutic um yeah it's it's a way to it's express art. it's, it's art. a way to express stuff that you can't put into words honestly right
1: so i think i can confidently sit here and say that music is one of the most powerful expressions of art to ever be created oh absolutely i love music i'll love music until the day that i die and i don't know what i would be doing if i couldn't even just pull up spotify and listen to a record yeah you know it's one of the best forms of therapy too so definitely well, hell yeah, bro. I mean, I'm glad that we fucking linked up and did this, bro. Definitely, bro. This is. Um, the setup we got was fi. The setup was. Uh, and we shout didn't out even, A, Shout
0: out, no stress, Sound Sh- Academy.
1: Shout out, no stress. Shout, shout out, out, sud. DJ e sud. You know what I'm saying? E sud on the check. Shout out to. Shout out Anella. Shout out to everybody that believed in us. Shout out everybody that don't believe in us. Shout out, mom. Shout out, pop. Shout out the fam. Shout out, God. Shout out, God. And that's the last thing that I'm going to say, bro. If it wasn't for God we wouldn't even be here right now we're
0: all vessels bro he lives through us we are we're not
1: what we are
0: we are him and when you have him in your life you are a vessel everyone's a vessel right we're all created equally yeah we are a vessel for him to live through and once you find him bro it's that's it that's it that's a wrap
1: much love bro my god love you bro love you too brother